But if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, what you drive, and where you drive it, and we'll uh, go from there. Yeah, I am Alex Diarman. I drive a Nissan 350Z with a LS2 in it, and I drive all over the place. I do ABS mostly, um, sometimes Willow Springs, and then I'm trying to do the the hot pit event. So I've been going to their open practices and stuff to, to see if I got what it takes. <laughs> yeah, man, you and everybody else. Uh, they are fucking tightwads over there. Dude, I know. I was talking yeah. to Jeff, and he was saying, like, oh, we want to see you have more competition experience. And, like, dude, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what they want. I know that unofficially the Drift League has uh, an event or a few coming up next year, I believe in March or April, something like that. Might even be a shootout. I do know that there's a shootout in October for where is it? Um, the where they race at in Seattle, Evergreen Speedway. Yeah. Or Monroe. Um, and then Winter Jam usually has a a competition of some sort. But I do know that Hot Pit wants and expects like a a certain level of driving, so to speak, so they can, um, I guess they just want to put on a good show. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I'm still a hater, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's hard to put on a good show when you can't, when you can't get drivers in the can tandem and, you That's know, fair. Or who's just all spin- over the place. Yep. And knocking over all over the cones. Cause I did that in pro-am. That was, that was, yeah. I was that guy that ruined the line for everybody. <laughs> Shut down the show. Got to go pick up all the cones. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Um, how long have you been driving? So, I've been driving. I'd say since high school. Uh, I grew up in Northern California, uh, mm-hmm. like thirty minutes away from Sonoma Raceway. So I'd go out there uh, for the Wednesday night drifts, and then I kind of fell off. Got into some trouble, sold all my cars to fix whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. And I want to say four years ago, around COVID time is when I got back into drifting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you have to like rebuild a whole new car and stuff? No. So you know how they were sending out like the stimulus checks and, and shit for uh, people yeah. who were unemployed or whatever? So they never sent me any of my stimulus checks, and all of a sudden they sent all of them at once. Nice, that's a nice payday. Yeah, so I got like ten grand, and I was like, "Fuck, what should I do?" And my first thought was like, "Oh, let's get back into drifting." So I went on Facebook Marketplace. I knew I wanted something with an LS. I knew I wanted something caged so I could do tandems and get into competition. Mm-hmm. And I fa- I found a. Five three swapped S fourteen in, I think it was near Seattle, like Seattle, Washington. Okay. So I d- drove up there, picked it up for eight grand, and drove the shit out of that thing until I got the car I got now. Oh okay. Yeah. Did you buy the car you bought? You have now, or you built that? I bought it. So I sold the S fourteen, sold my Harley because you know Zach Zjack on Instagram. Yeah, uh, I know of him. Yeah. Yeah, so it's his old car, and I saw he was selling it, so I sold all my stuff because 
you know, my the car that I had at the time was just stock five three, had like a four speed Muncie transmission in it. That's what I have. Yeah, love it. Yeah, super basic, but it, it was sick because it never broke. And uh-huh. uh, I was like, all right, cool. I want, I've always wanted a Z, so I saw he was selling that. Sold a couple things, picked it up off of him, and ruined my seat time. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, uh, it, it was a bummer, but you know I've gotten the car pretty dialed in now. How, so. how long have you been in that car now? Uh, does he three, two, three years? Okay, yeah, yeah. I think we drove at an event together last, actually, the beginning of this year. Yeah, and you were driving your silver Cadillac. Yeah, that was, yeah. I think that was the first day I took it out. Yeah. Wait, maybe the second. I don't know. What was that like a drift life media event or something? That was the second. That was the third time I took it out. Yeah, it's yeah. the day that it finally worked. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I didn't uh, have that luck that day. I do remember you had the hood up most of the time. I do remember that. What was yeah, wrong with it? That's been so like since I bought it, it was just finding issue after issue, right? Like when I first got it. It ran good for one event, then it started misfiring, and I had to replace the injectors. Uh, then, like, the alternator took a shit on me. Next thing, like, the clutch went out. Uh, it was just, like, constant, like, go to one event, get a couple laps in, some shit would break. Then I'd have to fucking do it all over again. And then at the end of last year, I, like, Toasted like four different lifters, ate up my cam, so I had to pull the motor oh, out and yeah, do a little overhaul. Yeah, it it's uh it seems like you bought that car like right when it needed a refresh. Oh yeah, because yeah, for I, sure I pro- if if it's like one thing after the other, it's kind of I get it. Uh, yeah, I mean he drove the hell out of that car for years, you know, and I I just wanted something a little more competitive than the car I had at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, looking back on it, it probably would have been a smarter idea to just take the money that I spent on the car and dump it into my S14. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I've, I've learned a whole bunch. That This Z is like the first time I ever pulled apart an LS engine and put it back together and it all worked. You know? It oh, was, really? Nice. Yeah. So it was, you know, I paid for some some schooling. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have the the 240 uh, LS yep. stuff, or you got rid of it? No, I got rid of that. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I did, I did see that you posted like a 240 recently. Is that something else? It might have been my old 240. It was like, when I first had it, it was like a Nardo gray. Then I painted it with just mm-hmm. fucking tractor paint. Um, all black. And then, yeah, when I wanted the Z, I ended up, I think I traded it for a Duramax. And the nice. dude, well, the dude totally screwed me. So on the dash on the Duramax, it said like 150,000 miles on it. But then after I did the trade, I ran the VIN. The fucking, the truck had like 600,000 miles on it. Oh. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Did you dirty. Oh, dude, I was pissed. I like hit the guy up, and I like I told him I was like, "Look, dude, I I just want to trade our cars back. Like, 
no issues like it's oh. all good he ended up blocking me on everything and, oh what yeah. a dick yeah put him on blast uh <laughs> that's fucked up uh yeah. let's get into your uh your z a little bit more though what do you what's all done to that thing like as far as like suspension uh goes and trans so, and rear end yeah for the suspension it's part shops max everything um oh, i got nice. Yeah, I got some drop knuckles that I have yet to put in for the rear because I need the, yeah, I think it's the upper uh, rear control arm to make it work with the drop knuckles. But everything else, coilovers, it's all all part shop, part shop max. I got my rack rebuilt, my steering rack rebuilt by uh, Sparky. I think he's based out of Texas. Okay. Yeah, I blew up a rack in it and I blew up another rack in my old s14 and when i got it rebuilt by him like i never had issues again so that thing's been super solid uh it's just got an ls2 in it i believe it has forged pistons and rods in it could be wrong on that one um big ass comp cam lifter or comp cam comp cam lifters uh the the, the built heads Runs on E85, and then for the trans, it's just a stock CD trans. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had to put the Z1408 gear in the rear end, though, just because whenever I was doing like when I went to Hollyfest, right, like my biggest issue was if I put grip in the car, I couldn't run third gear. They'd mm. just bog out on me, and I'd be stuck mm-hmm. between like the top of second and the bottom of third. So I swapped a uh, 408Z1 ring and pinion in it. Uh-huh. And it just eats all of third gear. It's perfect. I know. I'm worried about the, my gearing too. My best option is like a 391. Yeah. What did you have in it before? The The stock one is just a 3.5. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah, but it like it totally screwed me in competition because I couldn't, I couldn't grip up the car to like get close on chase. Uh huh. And so people would just be gapping me. Yeah, they dust. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. I so, you know, I did horrible at Holly Fest, but <laughs> I'm gonna go back next year. We'll see. So I'm trying to have my car done, uh, hopefully by December, but. I still don't even have it in my possession yet, so. Uh, but I do want to do Holly Fest. That is on the roster, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. What uh, what's Holly Fest like? Uh, like what's what's the um, what's like the setup like? Would you guys get to drop off your car on Friday, or is it Saturday? You have to drop so, it. Off. You have to go in. I rolled in Thursday. And just dropped my shit off, and went to the went to the casino. Uh, Holly Fest for the drifting, it felt like a bunch of waiting around, and then once everything was ready to go, it was like ready to go. You got to be on it. Yeah, you know. So that that was kind of a bummer. You're just sitting around in 100 degree dry heat most of the day, waiting for your car to get tagged, or waiting to go out to. This and but it was fun. You know, I learned I learned a lot from it. 
drifting and competing like with higher level drivers. Yeah, because yeah. everyone shows up there. The pros, even the oh, the yeah. guys who have never competed before, get in too. Yeah. Have you competed yes. at other competitions before? Uh, the only other so I've only done two competitions. The first one was Flavor Express. Uh, they had like a grassroots top sixteen comp. Mm -hmm. Uh, a couple years ago i did okay i was back when i was driving my s14 i think i qualified eighth and ended up getting like two one more time battles in top 16 and then got knocked out i still think i still think i won the battle in the first one but you know whatever (laughs) and then (laughs) and then the second comp was holly fest that i did this year and that was disappointing to say the least you know, I, I came super unprepared and never tested the tires that I brought and fucking, yeah, it was rough. What other ways did would you say you came unprepared? Or what would you have done? What will you do next year that you didn't do this year, rather? So, for all, so I was trying to save up all the money to make this Vegas trip happen, right? So, like, I didn't drive for, like, two months before the comp. Mm-hmm. So, I was rusty as hell had tires that I'd never tried before. So I didn't know really what PSI they would be happy at. Um, and I hadn't gone my car aligned in like two years. And I showed up and like, I was just fighting the steering the whole time. It was rough, man. Like, so there were so many like things I could have done like pre-event to at least make it go a little more smooth. Um. Mm. You know, and then I fucked up and I started like fucking with my car before I went out to practice and did that. And my first lap out, my shit was like cutting out on me. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did yeah. you stay at the Golden Nugget where I ran into you? Yeah. Fucking love that hotel, dude. Dude, it's so like raunchy, but you know, I feel it's at where... home. I feel at home there. <laughs> Same. Same. Uh, that was a fun trip. Yeah, yeah, it was for us. We were there for a concert, and then LS Fest just happened to be that same weekend. Oh, nice. Um, Where, how'd you even get into drifting? Um, fuck. So, I think what really got me into drifting was, like, living so close to Sonoma Raceway. Oh, okay. You know, like when I was a teenager, before I had a car, my buddies would all hop in someone's vehicle, go out to the Wednesday night drifts, get drunk, watch these guys drive, you know, and, and when I saw that, I was like, fuck, I want to do that. Um, <laughs> and, I, and then I got my first car, it was like a little forerunner, and as soon as I like figured out I could like trade stuff on Craigslist. Yeah, I, I took that forerunner, traded it for this piece of crap uh, BMW E30 318i. Nice. Drove up, drove up to San Francisco, traded it with these guys, and drove it home. Thing was like just fucking slammed on its nuts on cut springs, and <laughs> you know, wor- worst car to learn how to drift in. But I take that thing out into parking lots and shit. And, you know, that, that's kind of what started it all. I flipped one of those on the freeway once. Nice. Pouring nice. rain, bald tires, yeah. hydroplaned. 
<laughs> and then it went somehow flipped on its roof. And I had my my son was like eighteen months at the time. Oh jeez. It was a party. I'm oh, glad you both are alright. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're cool. Uh, yeah, he's he's now he's a knucklehead. Nice, living his best life. Um, so you got out of drifting for a little bit. How, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Just turned twenty-seven. Oh fuck, you're younger. Okay, you're a lot younger. Yeah. Than I thought. Yeah. All right, that's not Wait. too bad. Twenty-seven to that's shit. That's when I got into drifting. I feel really think so. 26? Yeah, 26. So. Okay. I got into it late. Yeah. Um, what are your goals with drifting? So, you know, I would like to make it to Formula Drift. At, at least win my license at some point. Uh-huh. I, I, know, I know Formula Drift is like this big money machine and you gotta have the money to make it and you know, unfortunately, I don't don't have that. Yeah. Um, but I just want to see how far I can make it. You know, That's fair. That like makes I, two of us. Yeah, I've I've always been competitive growing up playing sports, and when I got into drifting, like the fun events are are sick. I love doing them. Uh, but there's like. Once I did that first comp a couple of years back at Flavor Express, like I knew that was something I wanted to keep working towards. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just I just enjoy the competitive aspect of it. So just see just see how far I can take myself. Whether I you know if I win my license, if I can get better at marketing myself as a driver and as a program, maybe get some sponsors yeah. to pay for me to go to Formula Drift. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, but I guess realistically, my goal would be I just want to keep doing this. Just you know, to keep like, drifting. Yeah, just to keep drifting. Whether whether it be no formula drift, just doing fun events like drifting is probably drifting is like my favorite thing that I have in my life. Right, like I'm a whole different person when I'm at the track than when I'm just chilling doing whatever else I do in my daily life. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. It's something you like yeah. really enjoy. Yeah, it's like it's like a high, you know? I, I don't drink, I don't smoke, and, and like when I go to the track, like I I get this like free high, you know, so God the Sarah the serotonin be hitting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh what it, what is your uh plan for next year? Do you have anything on the roster that you really want to do besides like Ellis Fest? So for next year, um, for sure, going to do LS Fest again. I want to. I was going to try to make it to Evergreen the shootout this year, but mm-hmm. it's just not a. It's just not in the books for me. Um, but for sure, LS Fest. I want to do Drift League if they're if they have events happening again. Um, gotcha. And then Winter Jam because I've missed I've missed Winter Jam the last two years. I keep telling myself I'm gonna go every year, and I still haven't made it. Dude, every to both. time, yeah. to both to Winter Jam With, and LS Fest. Every time, like the last two years, I'll be my car will be great, and then like a month or so before Winter Jam happens, I fucking like blow up the engine or some shit. <laughs> I can't, I can't afford to like fix it, never it rains, and go to the pulls. event. Uh, yeah. So. 
So I'm trying to be cautious this year because I, I want to go. I've already bought my ticket, so I got to make sure I don't do too much damage to the car before then. <laughs> For uh, Winter Jam? Yeah. Are you going to that Flavor Express event next month? Was it next month or November? At the one at Horse Thief? Yeah. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I thought about first... buying a spot just in case. Well, just in case you get your car done. But how, I don't how think I'm going to get it. Are, how far along are you on that thing? I ain't nowhere. I don't even have the car. Nice. It's at um, it's at uh, Big Duck Club right now getting the wide body molded. So I don't. I know they finished the design. I know they're in the process of doing the making the physical modes right now, like this week. It's supposed mm-hmm. to go up there this weekend, actually. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I'm hoping by October. But there's no way in hell I would. I'd get the car caged and you know pretty much ready to go within like three weeks if I got it by the end of October. That'll yeah. never happen. I need at least like three months minimum. And that's me working on it every single day after work and shit. Time and money. Uh, Luckily, I paid for everything when I sold all my other stuff. Okay. So I already have like the Wise Fab and all that fun stuff. Nice. You already got the drivetrain and everything? Yeah, I kept everything from my old car. My, uh, My old comp car. Yeah. Uh, sorry, somebody's calling me. You're good. And my phone, my phone's connected to my fucking computer, and it just kind of cuts everything off. Perfect. But you want a second? I knew I was supposed to text them before I started this. Be like, leave me alone after eight. <laughs> my bad. Family or something? Uh, no. I yes, it's my brother, but he works for me. Oh, okay. And they're doing a night job right now, so he's like, "Where is the lift they dropped off?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot to call him double." <laughs> <laughs> but instead of texting me, he's an asshole. He always calls me. And he knows I hate it. Yeah. Uh, but enough about it. Me and my life. Uh. With uh, what tires are you running on that thing? Did you get a tire deal, or are you just running whatever you can find? Yeah, so I'm. I've been running Acceleros, the six five ones. Okay. Um, but I'm trying. I'm trying out the Vitor tires this weekend because the Acceleros for me, like, they just feel one. They're way too greasy, um, and they're just they don't feel very consistent, right? Like. Mm-hmm. From beginning to end, and just like even mid drift, you can kind of feel them like grip up, loosen up. It's it's a little weird. Oh really? So, yeah. I've I've heard that a couple times. Uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I've heard like nothing but good things about the Vitors. I don't know about like their consistent consistency like through the end of the tire though. Yeah. But I've also heard. You always hear. So, like in private, I hear a lot, a lot about all the tires. Yeah. So, like, you'll see like one tire, like everyone praises them online, and then you get them behind 
you're you're just talking to them. They're like, these things are the worst fucking tire I've ever used. <laughs> like, but I'm getting them for eighty four dollars, so I'm not gonna complain. Oh, yeah, that was or whatever my whole price thing. they're paying. That's my whole thing with accelerators. Like they're cheap, they're affordable, they ship to your house. You know, so it's a, it's a good deal in a sense, and they last pretty long. Like before I went to the four oh four oh eight final drive, mm-hmm. I could I could make a set of tires like last me a day. Really? Shit. Yeah, as long as I'm pussyfooting it, you know? Yeah. Got got to make sure I'm pussy footing it. But when I went to the four oh, the four oh eight, it it lasted me probably like six laps at ABS. Ah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. you're in third now, I assume. Yeah, in third, floor to the ground, fucking left foot breaking the whole track. So they they eat up pretty quick. I still, I still can't lift foot break for the life of me. I just, I just started like a few events ago, uh-huh. but I'm like, wa- I'm watching these footwork videos of all these guys, and they're like left foot breaking, and I, I never really understood what it would do to the car mm-hmm. while I'm driving, and since I've started, it's hard to get out of the habit to not do it now because mm-hmm. it, it feels so much more controlled, and you can use way more throttle and smoke up the rear tires and look cooler, I guess. <laughs> I have not got that for yet. I will try to do it this year. I had a sim set up for a little bit, but even then I didn't use the left foot braking because I just, I couldn't figure it out. It just slows everything down. Mm. Like may, maybe, it does, maybe it's not actually slowing the car down, but it feels like at higher speeds, you have a little more control instead of just mm. throw, throwing it in and kind of praying that you stay on. Yeah, that's what I always do. I thought that was yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah. It's the, like, the, oh, okay. This feels a little more manageable instead of yeah. just like, fuck it, let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought that's what everybody did. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Uh, have, you, have you done like a sim setup or do you have one? No, that's on that's on the list though. I want to get a sim set up. Oh yeah, I feel you where you're at. Like where everything's on the list of what you want to get done. Yeah, and I'm like sim set up or supercharge the car or buy a seat- fucking trailer, you know, or a seat time car or yeah, yeah. There's always there's always fucking something. Are you, yeah, do I'm you like, just have one car right now? Yeah, I just got the one car. I got my dually, and then I don't have a trailer so i'm constantly like running trailers every time i go out dude how much are you paying for that every time you how much my buddy dustin he rents me a trailer uh for like 80 bucks for two days usually that's not terrible yeah i think i i think i pay like 80 bucks a month for the trailer i got yeah it was worth it my thing is like i live in an apartment in san diego Makes sense. You know, so I'm I'm trying to just I had a trailer for the longest time, but I was spending a hundred and fifty dollars on storage a month. Yeah, then that uh, it's not really worth it at that point. Yeah, it's just like okay. It's about the same, if not cheaper, if I just rent a trailer every time I go out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting to the point, you know, it's more convenient to have a trailer especially if i'm going to be doing like these longer longer trips going to holly fest 
going to win a jam. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I want to get a trailer. It's on the list. But, you know, everything's on the list. <laughs> it's like, what's priority on the list at the moment right now? Yeah. Unless you get like yeah. a screaming deal on a trailer. Dude, I saw one the other day. Uh, someone was selling an enclosed trailer. It was all blacked out, dual axle. I think it was like a 24-footer. Mm-hmm. And they they wanted four grand for it. I was like, fuck, I just won't pay my rent this month and I'll go get that. There you go. Uh, like, they'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, man, you live in an apartment, though? Do you have, like, a garage there or something? I have two one-car garages. Mm, okay, I know what you're talking about. I got lucky enough to where I was able to get two garages right next to each other, and I just tore down the middle wall. Don't know if I was uh-huh. allowed to. Don't know if I was allowed to do that or not. But Let's put it I back did. up before you leave. <laughs> yeah, I saved all the wood. We're good. So. Yeah. But yeah, for the longest time, I just had the one-car garage. I had to pull on my engine a few times in that thing, and it was a pain in the ass. Dude, working in an apartment is a pain. I, I remember having to do that. Yeah. Uh, in the, one of those single car garage situations. Uh, do your you neighbors like, fucking hate you? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be coming home from the track at like fucking 12 o'clock. And I got to unload my car and pull it into the garage. And, and you got to fire it up. <laughs> yeah. I hear people just fucking yelling at me every time I do it. But I kind of live in like a not so great apartment complex. You know, there's some sketchy characters around, so so they're pretty lenient about shit. Oh, that always helps. That when yeah. I was like uh, 15, my dad built probably like one of his first first cars, and we were in there all fucking night in a garage situation, same as you in an apartment building, making all the fucking noise in the world, oh, yeah. trying to fire up a car like with uh, straight headers on it. Nice. At like midnight, because we were ready to finally start it. <laughs> Pissing everyone off yeah, with a complaint. Waiting. Fuck waiting the next day. Let's just get it done now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was fun at the time. Yeah. But, yeah, being in an apartment is not, is not helpful. Now that I have a house, like in my own garage, it's way fucking way better. I mean, my neighbors, though, they have called the cops on me. So many times, like especially anytime I use the grinder, or actually every time I've used the grinder, anytime after seven p.m. during the week or any day, uh, cops show up at by seven fifteen. Nice. So they fucking love me. Are you in an HOA or what? No, I live in the city of uh, San Gabriel, which is technically the whole city is an HOA, or at least um... it's ran like an HOA. So, okay. like, we have to have, like, grass, all kinds of shit. I'm like, I just live here, man. This isn't even my house. Uh, Call the owner. Huh. But, like, they even sent the owner a notice one day. They gave me, like, a... Um... The neighbor said I was running a auto shop out of my house. But I was mm-hmm. just building my car. I was like, no, this is just a hobby. Uh, and uh, I was like, I have a work truck outside. And then they're like, oh, well, you're not allowed to park your work truck, your work vehicle on city streets. So they gave me a ticket for that. So I just ripped off the magnets. Huh. Fuck it. And they left me alone. Yeah, that's uh, uh, it's wild. It's just a whole bunch of old people. 
Yeah, that's um, what I miss about Northern California, man. Like the house I was living at was pretty fucking secluded, and you could. I was doing like burnouts and donuts and shit in my front yard. <laughs> it was was never an issue. That's funny. When did you move to San Diego? Four years ago, I think. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like four years ago. Did you move out there for work? No, I came out here unemployed, didn't know anyone. And nice. Yeah, I just always wanted to live out in San Diego. So it is nice out there. Yeah, I had a little little cash in my pocket and I came out here and, you know, figured Made things it out from there. Yeah. Um, what do you, if you don't mind me asking, what do you do for a living to pay for all this fun stuff? I'm a I'm a body tech, so I don't know what that is. Uh, fix crash cars. Oh, you know? body tech. Yeah, like okay. I'm, I'm a bo- I'm an auto body man, and fucking got it, got it, got it. Uh, you you wouldn't right. be able to tell looking at my car, but you know. <laughs> what uh <laughs> dude that's that's the classic like uh mechanics car who always runs like shit or something like that that they never touch yeah yeah, yeah when i, I got I my body it. i got my body kit and i was gonna do it all nice put like rib nuts in and shit and i pulled off uh some of the old panels and the thing looks like fucking swiss cheese just so many times people ran screws oh, Screw the back through the bottom, so I just fucking I did the same thing. I was just like, all right, fuck it, sheet metal screws will do. They already did it. Who am oh, I yeah. to change it? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, did you still have that truck that you're towing with? Yeah, that you brought up earlier. So that's what yeah. is that what your daily is? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I daily my dually fucking to and from work around San Diego, and sometimes I ride my Harley, but not very often. Oh, that's you have a bike too. Yeah, kind of Harley got. It's a '98 Dyna. I think I've seen it. You posted it recently, didn't you? Yeah, and it's got like full custom paint job. Everything's powder coated on it. It's it's a sweet little bike. Nice. Do you paint too, or you just do mostly like body work and prep? Mostly body work. I I painted my car at my shop, uh, but my buddy helped me because I know nothing about painting. Oh, yeah. yeah, I Google everything, and I'm terrible Google at Googling. Yeah, I mean, I tried fucking primering a piece of my car one time, and I just fucked it all up. He's like, "All right, let me do it." <laughs> I, I I don't got the hand for it, man. I'm just like, "All right," and like I'll make it ready, and yeah. you spray it. <laughs> yeah, I'll prep Very it for good. you. Yeah, exactly. It's oh. not bad. Um. Other than uh, next year's uh, LS Fest, are you thinking about doing any travel drifting? Because that's the only real travel one. I guess there's Winter Jam, but... Yeah. Yeah, I want to do the Evergreen shootout next year. Um, uh-huh. That's on, that's on the list. One. If they have one. Yeah. And then the only other one... Might want to travel to like the East Coast and do an event down there to mm-hmm. see what, see what those guys do out there. But that that is an expensive trip, you know. Yeah, man, I was looking at some numbers just to get to Texas. Yeah, you can go do one of their events, and 
It's like twenty five hundred bucks in fuel there and back. Yeah, I was just like, "Fuck, dude!" My at that point, you might as well pay someone just to transport it and fly out there. Right, I know. I feel the same way, but like you know, you get to bring all your tools and shit, but then opportunity rises for shit to get go missing. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. What do I do? Huh. Yeah, I got a buddy who's driving out to LS Fest right now, where he was, and his shit broke down like twice on the road, and he had to fix it on the side of the road. And it it's like, yeah, I got a 2006 Dodge. I don't know if I want to drive my shit all the way across the country. I feel you. I drive like an O2 Silverado, and it's not even a, it's not even a diesel. It's just a five three liter, and I just fucking keep my fingers crossed. Mm. I'm like, it can make it four hours to the racetrack. Why can't it make it? You know, fifteen hours to New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that. I, uh, good. I I was gonna say I had like a little five three fucking Silverado that I towed one time to ABS. And leaving, coming down the hill, I think it's like on the 215 or whatever, blew up my mm-hmm. transmission. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, only time I ever towed with that thing, and I ended up just fucking junking the truck. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That sucks. I, I'm surprised I haven't had any issues, um, luckily. But it does have like a big-ass trans cooler, so maybe that's the reason. But I don't know how many miles is on the transmission. I know... That the chassis says like two hundred and sixty thousand. Ninety yeah. of that's from me. Uh, those four L sixties do not do not hold up well the towing weight. No, they don't. <laughs> and I have one. Um, I just finished working on a GTO with a four L sixty in it, mm-hmm. and um, we put it all back together. We rebuilt the motor and stuff, and then I went to go put it in gear. And the fucking pump blew up. Nice. So I had to pull the trans back out and like replace the just the trans pump. Worst shit I've ever done in my fucking life. I'll <laughs> never, ever, ever recommend anybody to buy a GTO. Yeah. They're cool looking until until you gotta do some shit like that. Ugh. I don't even they look like a fish. <laughs> yeah. There's something about them I don't like. My dad has a the first year GTO, he has a sixty four GTO. Mm-hmm. That thing looks way better than today's GTO, which was just like a rebadged Australian car. Yeah. Uh, with your 240, uh, what ended up happening to your 240? I have no idea. No, no, no. I meant like, why did you get rid of it? Uh, um, I got rid of it because I, I saw Zach was selling a Z. And at the time I was like, okay, it's probably, it would probably take like 20 grand to get this car to where I want it. You know, it was just a stock five, three. So I, I would have had to like get the engine rebuilt, get a fucking, a better force, a better transmission, you know? And, uh, it just seemed more cost effective to get rid of it and get into a new chassis. Mm, Gotcha. Kind of wish I didn't, because that 240 never broke on me. You know, one time I swapped the oil lines and went out at ABS for two or three laps with zero oil pressure. And fucking <laughs> came, heard some noise, came back in, and I was like, oh shit, I swapped the oil lines back. 
and the thing was fine. Uh, what's the favorite track you've driven? Between Summer Jam at Sonoma or Horse Thief. I've never driven Summer Jam, so I have nothing to say. You know it's what I fun. did? It looks fun. Is it faster than Horse Thief? Yeah, I was going to say, it's basically Horse Thief with all the elevation changes and like coming into corners blind and shit, but, mm-hmm. but way faster. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing I, I thought Horse Thief was going to be a lot faster. Yeah. For some I don't know why I thought that, but it just looked a lot faster. And then when I drove it, I was like, what the freaking A? Dude, the first time I drove Horse Thief was the last flavor uh, booty hustlers event that they had a couple months ago. Uh huh. That was the first time I ever drove it. I remember being at Grid Life like two years ago. And I only stuck to the balcony because I was too scared to fucking drive Horse Thief. Uh-huh. Um, but I drove it this time and, you know, it was fun, but it was definitely slower than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I like the downhill part. Yeah. Even though I don't always get it right. Huh. Yeah, I, was uh, pretty impre- I was pretty impressed with myself. I didn't think I was going to be able to like link the whole track, but I fucking I got it done. What uh, what track would you say that you haven't driven that you'd like to drive? Um, I want to drive Orlando, and for sure want to drive the Drift Mansion. Yeah, the Drift Mansion does look dope. Yeah, I, I really want to go to US Air. Have you seen that track? No, that shit looks super fun. No, where's super that one? At? Where is that one at? That's a good freaking question. Because I don't know. I'd be huh. lying to you if I gave you an answer. Uh, I want to say the Midwest. And someone who's going to be uh, listening to this is going to call me a piece of shit oh, for not piece knowing. Piece of shit uh, fucking liar. Yeah, US Air. What, I don't even know what it's called. US Air Raceway. Where's the shit at? And that's fine. Uh, Wisconsin? Yeah. Wyoming? Is it Wisconsin? Let's see. One of those states? Yep. One of the ones that's not here. Uh, uh. I was not wrong about the Midwest. Huh. There you go. You got a region. Good enough. There you go. Well, wait, what fucking state is that? I feel like an asshole. Oh, it is Wisconsin. All right, cool. I'm not. I'm not up to up to date on my uh, geography. Yeah. Skip that class. Yeah, I'd say Uh, on on the list of wanting to drive Orlando, Atlanta, I think would be a fun ass track to drive. Atlanta looks so fun. I like the fact. Have you? Uh, well, you said he drove faster tracks like the one at Summer Jam, right? Yeah. Yeah, faster tracks are fun. Have you ever driven Airwindale? No. That track is very fun as well. Yeah, I was trying to go out to Fuel Fest this year, 
Uh, but I never heard back, so. Mm. Yeah. Emailed them and everything and fucking, they told me to send them pictures of my car and my experience. I did all that and then never heard anything else. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, Fuel Fest is, they're part, it's Hot Pit who runs it, so they're particular of who goes. Get it, get I, the Hot Pit drivers in first. Dude, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that there's going to be, like, a change next year for it. They haven't, like, made anything official. Um, but I, I do know that there's going to be some sort of uh, event where you can possibly go to this event and kind of win your way in the same way you would FD. But I guess it's slightly different because FD is a much bigger sanctioned series. And yeah. when you go to like a prom event, um, you're racing guys who are like the guys that you're gonna race at um, Hot Pit. Yeah. So they're talking about doing like a feeder series, then, huh? I think so. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. That's like the gist of it. I caught. Mm. Uh, I didn't catch the whole. I'm pretty sure I'll get uh, RJ on or something on. Yeah. What after this season is over? Because I was actually gonna have him on this week. Um, and they never got back to me, and I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> I'll have. I was like, "Let's wait till your season's over." I was like, "I know you're busy." Yeah. He's got a whole lot going on in his life right now, so I was like, "I'll bug you after SEMA." Yeah. Then I can get some shit out of him because normally after SEMA they all take a break. Yeah, I mean, that's they, they, they hop it, fucking. They're they're doing something, you know, like. It's cool to see something like take off like it is. Oh, for sure. You know, do you go to their events other than like their open practice days? Uh, if I can make it, I went to the last one. Went, oh, okay. went and watched, and then I drove the the Sunday after. I'm probably going to go to their final round coming up. Watch the watch Saturday, and then drive the open practice on Sunday. Yeah, I know. I, I've been making an effort to go to all of them. I started going at round two this year. Nice. Last year I was bit, I was being bitter and I didn't want to go because they didn't let me in. Yeah. <laughs> Got get all butt hurt and shit. It's like all I right, did. No. I did for sure. I was being a bitch yeah, about they're it. cool, man. It's cool to <laughs> yeah, see exactly. something take off like that. Yeah. And get uh, get like the the traction and publicity that it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna go to SEMA? No. So I'm hosting a event. Me and my buddy Tony were hosting like a grassroots competition event nice. uh, right around the time of SEMA. So, yeah. Kind of not going to work. Yeah, I won't be making it. But I think it'll be cool because, in my opinion, I, I feel like that's something Southern California is kind of missing. You know, you look, like you, a... look at all, you look at all these other areas – like Colorado, they have a grassroots series. Lone Star, Texas, they got a grassroots series. And then, like for me, when I wanted to get more into competition, it, there was no like middle ground between fucking pro am um, or just driving fun events. So yeah, and then pro am went and released all those rules. Yeah. You know, so even if you did want to dip your toe in it, then you got to basically have a pro spec car to drive pro am, 
And yeah. it was just like, okay. So me and my buddy were hosting an event at Balcony at Willow, November 4th, and going to have cash prizes for the drivers and no cage. No cage just, required. Nice. No cage required, yeah. It's just fucking bring your car out, drive it, don't run anything bigger than the 265. What's your event called? It's Drift Roulette High Stakes. Drift Roulette. You guys yeah. have like a page where people can see that if anyone's interested in going to that? Yeah. Uh, there's a link in my bio on my Instagram with all the details of it. It brings you to uh, my partner, Tony. He's mm-hmm. helping with the event. Brings you to his website, has all the details, and then you can also check out Tony's website or Instagram. Nice. Yeah. So which Tony's that? There's a million Tony's. His Instagram is Tony dot Crispin. He's got that That's yellow. That's who I thought it was. Yeah, the yellow three fifty Z. I think I know him, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. Um, he's been he's been around for a while. Like I know the name. I definitely know of him. I don't know if I know him personally. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Do you guys have, other than the 265 rule, do you guys have any other rules? Because, you know, there's going to be assholes who show up at like 600 horsepower and like 100, 100 yeah. treadwear tires. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's like $1,000? I'll spend three grand to fucking win a thousand. Fuck yeah. 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 The only rules really are 265 tire, and it can't be anything less than a 300 treadwear. <clears throat> 265 and a 300 treadwear minimum. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Try to even out the playing field, and we're not doing any qualifying either, so it's just straight into competition, top 32. Mm. Um. So we'll see how that all plays out. We're trying to be diligent and like at least doing a somewhat screen of the drivers. Okay. You know, like we want to encourage like newer drivers to come and drive, but we also want to make sure the event runs smoothly. So we're asking, yeah, you dri- yeah we're asking that drivers have at least two events worth of tandem experience. Got it. At least some yeah. sort of tandem experience. Yeah. You're gonna get those those 350Z guys with no front bumper and just a bash bar show and showing up. Fuck yeah, dude! Which I've had those. Dude, I've had those guys chase me. They scare the shit out of me. Oh, dude! I remember one time I was at AVS and I was doing a solo run, and Mm -hmm. then all all of a sudden, like, I fucking look behind me and there's this like beat up black Z just fucking banging into my door. I'm just like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Yeah, I, I was uh, actually the event we were talking about earlier, <clears throat> the Drift Life Media event. So I was there with uh, Brandon in the, he's in the Fox Body, right? Yeah. We were tandeming, and then some Z that was parked in between us was like, "I'll go with you," and I was like, "Sure." And uh, his line, I was third, and his line behind um, Brandon was very questionable, and I was like, "You're just creating your own thing." And then uh, he chased me, and then I was like, not doing that again. Yeah. So I just pulled off. Because <laughs> yeah, like, he, he was a bit of a wild one. 
Yeah. Like, I like, you know, how people say, like, don't tandem with randoms. Like, as long as, like, we both give, like, a fucking thumbs up or something, and I've seen you drive before, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know? But, because it's fun, but at some at some point, like, if someone's just fucking going wild, you gotta reel it back a little bit. <laughs> you know an event I would recommend if you haven't gone is uh, Andy's Slay Day event. No, I haven't. Uh, that one's usually packed with like a lot of good drivers. No. Um, they do Fourth uh, of July, and then they do New Year's every yeah. year, and that's always a fun. The New Year's event is way better than the Fourth of July event because it's fucking hot. Um, but the New Year's event, everyone go out there before, kind of party for New Year's Eve, and then New Year's Day, it's all driving. Nice. So that's uh that's like there's like an infamous video of Micah Diaz first lap of the day just does a three sixty in his old I wanna say it was his E thirty six right before he switched to the E forty six that year. Yeah um, it was white, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully yeah, uh it's a big event this year. Yeah, I've been meaning to make it to one of those, but you know, every New Year's I'm either I usually go up north to spend it with my family, so I always miss that one. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a really good event. That is yeah. my ultimate... I would. That's my minimum goal, to at least try to have it ready for that event. Uh, I don't think Winter Jam is going to happen. At least I wouldn't want to have the car just finished and then go to Winter Jam. Because yeah, I've never been to that track before in a car I've never driven. And it's... Huh. It's a whole big mess. Test the car out at Winter Jam? Fuck it. Yeah, at least at AVS, I have that little skid pad I can fuck around in for like 10, 20 minutes before I decide to go out, but huh. I've never even been to Winter Jam, and I don't they have like uh, pretty tight cage rules and shit? I, so, last time I went to Sonoma was two years ago, and uh-huh. I mean, they're, it was just a Wednesday night drift, and fucking they're they didn't even really tech me. They just handed me a sticker. But from what I remember when I was like in high school, uh, after, I forget who it was, someone, they, they were tandeming on the skid pad and someone fucking T-boned another driver and the dude broke his pelvis and they had to like cut the fucking roof off Joe? the car. Joe Tardis? yeah. I, that's when I first got into drifting. I remember that. Yeah, that's it, fucking crazy. They had to fucking pull the roof off and shit. So after that, they got pretty strict on the cage rules and stuff. I wonder what ever happened to that guy. I haven't seen much of him, but I remember like when I was younger, his car was just like a fucking. It was so sick, <laughs> you know. I was like, dude, that's what I want with his like Magnuson Whipple supercharger hanging out the hood and yeah. Yeah, I remember I watched him, uh, what, I think it was 2015 when I first got into drifting, and then, but I, like, fell into it pretty hard. So, 2015 of, like, Long Beach was my first FD event, mm-hmm. and then immediately, like, I found out about Pro-Am, and I started to go to the Pro-Am events, but I do remember it was round four of Just Drift, which was SoCal's Pro-Am series at the time. And at round four, him and Chair Slayer, uh, was it Chair Slayer? I think it might have been. 
were battling it out for like first place um, for that event. And that's actually the year Trenton Beecham won the championship at that same thing and got his license to go to uh, Pro 2 at the time. Nice. Yeah, that was my uh, introduction. And that's when I was like DMing fucking Pro-Am drivers like, you're the shit, dude. Like a fucking douchebag. <laughs> pulling a little, little fanboy shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, now that then I met them and I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys are terrible people. I'm just not, not any of the people I mentioned. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But uh, everyone else is pretty cool. And then you realize, yeah. like, like, oh, they're all just, you're all the same fucking people. You're all doing the same thing. Yeah. But. Yeah, we're all one in the fucking same, spending all our money on drifting and Dude, doing it as much as possible. Tell me about it. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it gets easier when you make more money. I can say that, but it does not. I, I But you still realize, like, how much money you're spending. You're like, fuck. Yeah. And for like, so I just became a, like I graduated my apprenticeship program mm-hmm. probably like a year ago. And like looking back on before that, I don't know how I was able to afford going drifting as much as I was because I'm making way fucking more money than I was then. <laughs> and I'm, I'm probably not driving as much. So Yeah, yeah. I would say... Trip. I would say drifting pushed me to make more money because yeah. I needed more. Yeah. If that makes sense, like I, I started working like on weekends and shit. Like uh, I'm done now after these two cars, but I started taking in work for other people's cars, like that GTO I said I have. Mm-hmm. I have that car left, and it's it's almost done. It moved under its own power for the first time, and it gave me a check engine light. I got to look into. Uh, but after that, I just got to make sure all the nitro shit is working. It goes to the tuners, and it goes right to the owner. Yeah. Then I have like another car. It's an old hot rod I have to finish. Um, but that fucking stripped the joy of uh, working on of of my hobby. Yeah. My hobby of cars. Um, it stripped that from me. Yeah, I mean, so. that's why I don't do any fucking body work on my car. I just slap new panels on and call it good. No, I get that. I get that for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, I was talking to someone over at Hyper Hive the other day. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to need some more door skins. He was ask, asking me why. I was like, oh, I cracked them a little bit. He's like, wouldn't it be cheaper just to fix it? I'm like, probably, but I'm not fucking I'm not doing, doing that. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it costs my time. Uh, uh, no, uh, working on my cars, I don't mind. Working on other people's shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, I stopped taking side jobs because of that. Or actually, that's not true. I will never, ever work on my daily unless it actually is broken. Nah. Then I'll be like, all right, I guess I'll fix it. And the, the six other problems I've been ignoring. Luckily or unluckily, I drive a fucking... Cummins as a daily, and I don't know how to work on diesel, so <laughs> you know, like if something breaks on that, it's going, it's going to the mechanic. I'm not doing shit, dude. I'm cheap. I'll fucking YouTube it. Yeah. We're figuring it out today, boys. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one thing I am super cheap with. Um, but you you don't take side jobs or anything like that to like pay for extra shit. Not anymore. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, when I'm when I was like an apprentice, 
fuck yeah, I was taking in all the side jobs I could just to just to keep the drifting going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, now I make enough money to not have to do that and enjoy some of my free time. <laughs> yeah, what little what little of you have of it. Yeah, I saw you were working on the car the other day. What happened to it? Oh, dude, I don't know. So I fucking I was doing an oil change after the last hot pit event where mm-hmm. it was like a fucking hurricane. <laughs> and I was like doing an oil change thing looked like it had a blown head gasket because of how much water my engine sucked up. Um, but I found like a nice little chunk of metal right on my drain plug. You know, it wasn't metal shavings. It was just one little chunk. So I was like, okay, I've been hearing a weird noise coming from like the top left end, left rear end of the motor. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe like a lifter took a shit on me, spun and broke off or something. Yeah. So I pulled the heads off, fucking pulled all my lifters out. They all looked perfectly fine. Um, And I just slapped it all back together and put oil in it. And I'm going to keep driving it till something is apparently wrong. Like, I'm going to drive it until there's a window on the side of the block. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I... I was like, okay, I could fucking lift up the motor or drop the subframe, drop the oil pan, see if that tells me anything. But once I put it back together and fired it up, there's no weird noises, no knocks, nothing. So might as well. Yeah, I would. I would have left it alone too. Yeah, I'm just like that's a uh, that's a real LS2, like a aluminum block LS2. Yeah, aluminum six O. Fucking. I have the same motor. Yeah, I made, this is like my first aluminum block ever. And when I was changing the clutch on this thing, I mean, uh, my dumbass was using the impact to put my, put my fucking transmission bolts back in. Mm-hmm. And it, just one, one bolt fucking stripped the shit out of it and just kept spinning. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh. One thing I one thing I did invest in, and uh, I recommend to anybody who has an LS, um, get all the common sizes of the engine block. Get all the taps, which mm-hmm. is like M ten one point five, like which is are all the fucking um, bell housing bolts, and then what is it that the M eight one point two five? Those are like all of the fucking. Oil pan bolts, the front cover, the rear cover, uh, and even like the M6 1.25 bolts because those are like your valve covers and stuff. Get those taps, but also get uh, the kit, like helicoil kits. Yeah. Because they're like $12 for like each kit. So if you, Matt, you spend fucking 36 bucks on some random shit. So anytime you, you fuck those up, just grab a drill, retap them real quick, and fucking move on with your life. Yeah. Because especially with the aluminum blocks, dude. Um, I mean, I, I didn't even throw a Healy coil in it. I just fucking left it. And they haven't separated yet, so you know we'll be all right. <laughs> uh, on my old LS6 block. Uh, a long story short, with my one of my in my Cadillac. The first year I had it together, um, my flywheel decided to separate. 
and nice. it took out the whole block. But anyways, on that motor, um, I went to torque the heads down one day, and they fucking kept spinning. Yeah. So uh, that was real fun. So I ended up having to get uh, a nut cert. I don't know if you know. It's basically a fucking helicoil. I mean, it's way different, but essentially the same thing. You have to drill the whole fucking thing out, red lock tied it in, um, mm-hmm. so you can get your the bolt back in. But on the aluminum blocks, if you can just fucking do that to begin with on all the cylinders, uh, that's one thing I would recommend too. Because that thing is a bitch. Or use studs. Don't use fucking bolts. Yeah. I still have bolts too. Like the ARP bolts. Yeah, I still got the bolts. And every time I pull the heads off, I'm like, yeah, let's just go get the studs. And then, you know, then I'm like, no. Even if you buy the fucking cheap ones. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. Even if you buy the cheap ones from like Speedmaster. Which are like an ARP knockoff. Like I'm pretty sure those are going to be better than you throwing those ARP bolts in. Yeah, or even like them. the. I think yeah. I've reused the ARP bolts like three times now. And... Uh, they're you can reuse them as many as you as much as you want. They're not stretched to yield. Yeah. They don't stretch, so you're fine. Yeah, but every time I'm torquing <laughs> them down, I scare the shit out of myself. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> come on, click, please click, please click, please click. Uh-huh. And then that was that one time that one didn't fucking click. And I had an event the next day too. So that event didn't happen. Yeah, that's my whole thought process about like not dropping my oil pan. It's like I got two events that I want to go to this month. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll take October off in or something. Or I'll just keep driving the car and wait till next year to go through it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the, yeah. during the off season or something. Yeah. What events are you trying to drive this year? I mean, this month, sorry. Uh, on Sunday, I'm going to ABS. I think it's just some random private day. I saw oh, okay. Philly. Yeah, Philly posted about it, so I fucking... Uh, Philly posted about it, so I decided to go out to that one to try out these Vitor tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm going to be driving Hot Pit, the open practice, at the end of the month. And I don't want to make the same mistake I made at LS Fest where I fucking go on tires I've never tried before. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Phila is one of like my best friend's neighbors. Yeah. And he and I both know of each other, but we've never spoke. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, I'm actually starting a business with my best friend and like they live across the street from each other. Nice. And they're boys. And every time they see each other at an event, they'll say hello. Yeah. We just avoid each other. <laughs> He's, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He was he roasted me a little bit because we were tandeming together last hot pit open practice. Uh-huh. And fucking, I was keeping my distance. And I fucking, I messaged him after he posted like a video or something of our tandems. I was like, shit, next time I'm going to get closer. And he's just like, yeah, don't worry. I won't spin because I fucking spun out in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, all right, you got me. Dude, I've never not spun in either of my cars. That's been a... Oh, no, the Silver Cadillac didn't spin. But it's oh. a mess in every other car that had more horsepower than it should have. Well, dude, I haven't driven, drove in the rain since, like, high school. So I was going I've out never. there. You so never drove in you. the rain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not drifting. I think it's, it's boring as shit. Is it really? Yeah, because, like, you know, especially if you have the power... You can't really mm-hmm. put the foot to the floor. 
and keep things moving fast. It's just like, okay, let's play with the throttle little by little and fucking uh-huh. try to make it around this turn without flying into the wall. <laughs> without dying. Yeah. Yeah, uh, banks scare the shit out of me when it comes to rain. Banks scare the shit out of me in general, but in the rain, I don't know what the fuck I do. It was, I hit the wall at Irwin, though. Did you? Yeah, it was a, it was an interesting experience. Never drove in on a bank track before um, since last month and fucking... I was a little intimidated by the bank, but like once I got up on it, I much preferred staying on the bank than coming down into the bottom, especially with it raining. Because uh-huh. I, I could, I could not drive in in the infield at all. Like my thing would just fucking loop and keep spinning. <laughs> there was there was no controlling it. It was fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah I driven that in my the silver car, and it was that track is fine, but. That thing just did not have enough power to do anything there, but pissed me off. Yeah. But. Yeah, I guess. I guess when I went out for my first lap, because I I talked to like Jeff before the drivers mm. meeting and shit. I was like, hey man, mm. like I, I'm here for the driver search, and I I thought I drove the right line, but I guess I did not drive the right line at fucking all because. In the drawing that they had, it looks like at Orange Show that you were supposed to run both banks, you know, hit the first bank, then transition, and then hit the second bank. So I did that my first lap, and Jeff comes up to me, he's like, dude, that was sick, but that wasn't the right line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's uh, All right, my bad. (laughs) He's like, thanks, but no thanks, champ. It was the only dry lap I got in that day, too. I was like, fuck. All right. I'm like better luck, better luck next year. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but all right, man. I think I'm gonna call it there. Cool. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, where yeah. can people find you? And then where can people find that event as well? So Instagram's Ghetto Rig Garage. You guys can find me on there. You can also find my event in the bio of my Instagram, or you can go to Tony.Crispin on Instagram, contact him for any information that you might need. Sweet. All right, man.